Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we plan to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's Adeptus Titanicus Focus episode, we're going to start with a hobby, the little bit that we've been doing. We're going to go into the direwolf and do a deep dive of the rules and the terminals that we've seen for that. And then we're going to go through the war gear options from the Trader Legio's book. We're still at least a few more episodes before out of this book and then can start taking a look at the next one. And now, on to the show. All right, gentlemen, and how are you doing on this uh, fine Wednesday evening? I think about what day it was. Mm, very good, very, very good, very good. Um, You're full cereal now. I mean, you know, yeah, I was gonna say, really, not much. Uh, it's been getting close to the end of the year, so I'm kind of like amped up. The heresy, the horse heresy stuff, has been releasing steadily mm-hmm. on Warhammer community, which is super exciting. I, every every fucking article they release, every time they release an article, I'm like, well, shit. Now I want to do that Legion. Every single time, like I think they released what Night Lords today. Was yeah, it, Night Lords were today Lords, as yeah. of Wednesday the 18th. And I'm just like, oh my god, I love it. <laughs> oh my god, I love all those weapons. And I love those rules. That's amazing. So I'm, I'm getting frustrated because I just, I know I want to buy a box, but I just don't even know what Legion, I, I kind of I kind of know at least Trader. Okay. But it's like, ugh. Well, I'm, at least in the beginning, you got you to gotta put them together. There's, there's some, there's a, you have honestly a solid plus a month to get any of that figured out. So you'll be able to see every sure. legion they want to talk about and make that decision then. I, I haven't I've enjoyed the articles. I enjoy seeing it. It gets me excited for the game. I do not get the feel that like, oh man, I really want to play this Legion now. Maybe that's partly because of my mind, I know I can't. I know there's only so much bandwidth that I can do for one of them. But it does make me excited to see someone else play them, to actually be able to to, to face what they're doing for these rules. And all of them have felt, you know, fair. You know, th- they hit differently. They do different things, but they all felt fair. No one has come out and where I've been like, oh, man, yeah, oh, they're going to be a pain. Oh, I hope I really don't see them at all. Like, no, they all seem fine against any of it. I'm really hoping that they, like, well, again, like I said, I feel like we, we already talked about who the playtesters were. Yep. And what, who, like, and it's like, yeah, that. It, it it feels like a different GW game. It doesn't feel like a GW game because it feels a little bit more refined. Defined, like the each legion does its own thing, but it's not like oh my god, it's not like you know, it's not like the Codex creep of forty k. You know, it's not like oh Tyranids came out with a new Codex. Well, they're going to be winning ninety. Uh, what was their win percentage? Seventy three, seventy four percent. I think around there. I don't, I don't have the stats in front of me. It's something ridiculous. I know they broke seventy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's not like, oh, Tyranids are not the main thing. It's like, oh, we're releasing everything at the same time and every Legion is different, but they're not like, you know, oh my God, I need to take this Legion. They all have their specific niches and it, I just like it. It's nice. There's a reason I why like how it is. there's a reason why a lot of people point to like what we called index 40 K as maybe a little bit of a hassle. Cause you had all these various books and, and sort of the structure they did. But a point when the game felt pretty fair and balanced and potentially very fun because everyone was out at once. Everyone could be reasonably well balanced. Now, this feels more balanced than they've ever put into their system. But if you're trickling things out, it's always harder to balance because you want to come up with a new cool thing or they're testing against stuff that's coming out in the future. And it turns out that stuff's a little bit maybe too good versus the other things and you have way too many factions so i can't test tyranids versus everyone i have to pick exactly. some of the newer things because that's what i need to be testing anyway so 
Yeah. It, it's a better no, I like it. Why. I like it. I really do. And it's, it's exciting. It is. It, like, it, it makes me excited for the community. It makes me excited for... I mean, there's just been a ton of excitement from the community members, old and new, like bringing people in and kind of showing them like a different, a different kind of game to play. Yeah. So it's nice. And how about uh, how about you, Steve? How are you? How are you holding up? You know, I'm do- I'm doing all right. Feeling a lot better. On the mend from a little bout of COVID. Don't recommend it. Everyone, be safe. I, it feels one, at least in in New Jersey where we are, and this is somewhat at least national and somewhat worldwide to an extent that current variants uh, current variant going around it is causing an uptick overall jersey we've seen an uptick nowhere near where we were before but we're seeing an uptick so especially if, if you're going to game stores and all just be be safe be careful and maybe consider like this may be current time frame uh maybe i take that week off maybe i work on more hobby stuff and let people know i'll be in the week after because I know yeah. game store wise, at least in our area, we're just hearing more and more about it right now. Yeah, hundred percent. But you kept your sense of of taste and smell though, so that's that's I think you know half the battle right there. <laughs> All right, why don't we uh why don't we go into a little hobby? Mine will be very very brief. I I don't think I've done anything in the last week, mostly because it is now finals. I've given. Two finals today. I got another final tomorrow. I got like half a final intermixed through my online class over the next three days, uh, sprinkled across them. So I don't. I don't think I've touched anything in the last week. the The wife had some events over the weekend, so we had those to work on. Uh, I still have the five Primaris um, Assault Intercessors that are going to be my my test subjects for my paint schemes and, and the way I want to do it. I'm going to do each one a little bit different and see which style I one like the most for my Dark Angels because I don't want to do flat black. That's boring. But also to see what I'm willing to paint 40-plus Marines in because I might find a really good style, but if it takes me an hour-plus on each Marine, then there's no chance I'm going to do that. Um, I'm thinking after this week, assuming I don't have jury duty, because I'm supposed to have jury due on Monday, but it's remote. I didn't realize this. I just got the information today. If I have to actually do jury duty, it is at least the, uh, at least for like the preliminary stuff, it's all remote. I can actually do it straight from home. Okay. That's well, not bad. That's pretty neat. I, I, I was not looking forward to it at all because I had to go there. I have classes on certain nights when it's happening. So the question is, can I get to my class in time? Because it's nowhere near the town I had to report to, the area I report to. But it turns out like, they're like, oh, if you don't have a Zoom account, if you've never done it, here's what you need to do. I was like, oh, Zoom? I can do this. I can definitely do this then. So, we'll see. But no, I have, honestly, I haven't done a thing. Although my, uh, my, my Forge World Order is supposed to be coming in very, very soon. I got, I just checked, I had shipping notification as of like the other week. Like earlier in the week. So it should be on its way or here very soon. But that is it for me. How about you, Dan? Were you any more accomplished than my lack of everything? Nope. <laughs> I, I, I was joking um, in the Facebook group because I was like, everyone was like, what did you guys do this week? And I was like, I went downstairs, looked at the boxes of blood letters I have, and I just walked the right fuck. I walked right the fuck back upstairs. One single um, sigh. So, yeah. Just, no. it's, and it's, again, it's not a hard thing to paint, but it's just like, I don't. It's just I got to find the motivation to do it. 
Um, oh no, I mean, okay, so I did get um, some prints for my good friend Bo, but I had to kind of recure them. So I finally got like the last monster that I needed for my demons, and it looks really cool. He looks fan fucking fantastic. It's almost kind of like a weird mixture of like, it almost looks like a Diablo demon. Like if Diablo and Corn had like a baby, this is exactly what it would be. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool. And it's cool because like the tail has a mouth on it, like a claw mouth. So it's it's just it's a cool model. Um, so so it like ends in a mouth, you mean? It's like it's um how do I explain? So imagine a tail. Okay. But at the end of the tail, it's almost got like I'm I'm not gonna call it a hand, but essentially a hand. Okay. And then on the palm, it has like a maw on it, and it's like split open, like it's a mouth that's kind of cut open. So so like a demented starfish almost. Yes, that's yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's, just, it, it's a really cool model. And then I also got him to print uh, portals for me, uh, blood portals, so I could use those. Uh, hopefully, they don't, they don't do, watch them disappear in 2.0 for demons. Demons use uh, portals to deploy from. Mm. Uh, when they play, you have to use uh, put out three portals. They're uh, ordinance size blasts, so they're, what, five inches? Probably yeah, ordinance. that'd be five. Yeah, so they're five-inch uh, bases, impassable, can't... Can't get on them, can't do anything. And, um, and so most people use like the old Storm of Magic metal balls. But I got them to print these really cool like blood portals, blood pools, you know, because cord. Um, but that's that's really it. Like, I, I, God, I haven't painted, I haven't glued. Uh, I mean, besides the model, that's it. I've just been kind of like, I don't know, it's a weird painting slump for like the past week or so. I did go to an event. You did. Oh, that was, I for, completely forgot about that. I know Steve wasn't able to go because I know. Live, live, live. Oh, God, and I hate not to make you feel bad, but holy shit, it was a fun event. It was a 30k event. It was an up. I don't want to say upstate New York because people from upstate New York hate that. We'll throw so hands, <laughs> and we're not from upstate New York. No, <laughs> it is upstate New York. I think. I feel it is officially um, not upstate New York. Upstate no, but it was is a, past the capital district. Yeah. I'll get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so um no um what store was it at? They rented a uh they oh, rented no. a oh, hall. Rented space. Okay. Yeah, they rented a hall in the lake because they live on the lake. They their house is on the lake, so they rented the hall across the lake. And it was a pretty big hall. It was a nice big hall. Uh we had uh, one, two, eight tables set up, and all eight tables were filled. So we had 16 people. We had 16 people show up. Um, and it was a campaign, so it was really cool. They set up like a little hex map. Um, and over the day, we were dropping our troops along the hex map and getting campaign points, essentially, um, which is really, really cool. I brought my custodians, of course. I actually won the uh, the best fluff award, mostly because I made a booklet. Um, How long was that? I remember <laughs> you. I forget if you actually no, you did post the whole thing to us. I didn't. I didn't end up reading it. Yeah, it was. A, it, it came out to be uh well, it's eight pages double sided, so sixteen pages. So the first page is the title page. Then second and third page, as you open it, is the army list and the fluff. And okay. then it goes. Every unit has an entry essentially, oh my God. Uh, with the rules inside the page, and it actually helps. So I kind of liked it actually because it didn't. Battle scraps sometimes is a pain in the ass to read. Um, yeah. So to have all the rules on one page was. Absolutely beautiful. I loved it. Um, overall, the games were really close. Um, I played against a Night Lord player um, who, t- again, it took me to turn five to 
essentially table him, but it still was like one of those, like, I didn't know what was going to happen until turn five, and it swung very heavily due to the dice. Um, he had like a unit of, um, I'm going to forget their names, but Night Lord Terminators, they're really super scary. They remove your bonus attack when you charge. Their weapons go five. Um, just overall very fucking scary people. Um, and the other person I played was an Iron Warrior player, an excellent player. Uh, and it was a very different Iron Warrior than what Steve plays. Uh, very close to what Iron Warriors like are known to play. Because Steve plays like the big infantry, you know, 80-man blobs, so on and so forth. This guy actually brought like um, uh, Solar Ox with Dracosins and Demolishers. He brought, um, not thud guns, but they were modeled thud guns. Um, Steve quad, mortars. Uh, quad mortars. Yeah, quad mortars. Quad mortars with, uh, with um, fox shells. Fox. fox uh, phosphor- Phosphex. 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 Fox shells. Phos- yeah, phosphex shells, um, which ironically did nothing to me. Like it destroyed the Mechanicum player, but Custodes, it's AP3, so I get my two up and I ignore dangerous terrain. So it was like, oh, hmm. And if you want to keep them out there for you, but I ignore these. Um, and that one was stupid close. Um, I had maybe four models left on the table at the end of the game. Uh, and he had nothing left. It was literally, and it was the funniest thing. It was like, so I had two Aqualons both on a singular wound because his fucking goddamn Laz Cannon sentry turret kept plinking away. Mm. Um, I had one Hiteron guard with a Paragon blade left, and then I had Marcus Aurelius left. That was it. Um, it was, it was a bloody game, but, um, yeah, and so the, the, and then I uh, I was gonna post pictures to my Instagram eventually, um, but you know it was just a fun day. It was a fun day. We had food, you know, hot dogs and shit. And yeah, it was just a fun day. How many points was really it? Three thousand two hundred and fifty. Okay, so so big game then. Right. Well, fun fact: it was three thousand two hundred fifty, but no named characters, no Primarchs, no Lords of War. And that was the big one. So these games were a lot larger than normal because usually at 3250, you can fit a good 600 point Lord of War, right? Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, but no, no, no. There were no Lords of War in this. So um, it was, you had some pretty fucking big armies. I know the Mechanicum player, oh God, it was such a beautiful army. In fact, I know I'm ranting, I'm sorry, but he, he painted his army very much like mine. I don't know if you know my Mechanicum army, Dave, like the black with the yellow. Uh, I right? believe so, yes. Yeah, I've seen them. And the rust. Imagine that, but without the rust and a lot better. He <laughs> painted a lot better. <laughs> He's a much better painter than I. But that's what he did. He did like black with this beautiful, beautiful industrial yellow mm. and like red stripe and like a red stripe down the uh, right side of the Mechanicum robot. All right. um, but yeah, he brought like fucking three Thanatars, uh, some Myrmidons, which are these guys with huge shoulder guns and a huge power axe. Um, it was just a really cool sight to see, like, no Lords of War in the table. Just see, like, what a Horus Heresy army looks like without big boys. Um, uh, the, the Salamander player had, like, two Spartans, like, 20 Fire Drakes. Um, he had some, uh, of the Flamer Dudes. What the hell are the Flamer Dudes called? Uh, Pyroclast? Pyroclast, yes, Pyroclast. Oh, and I think I vote, and thankfully this guy won, I think, Best Painted. It was the Dark Angels player. I think I sent you the pictures for that one. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Um, Yeah, that that army, oh my god. 
And I was like, I don't even want to fucking do Dark Angels. But then I saw the special models, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and sure, it was because he painted them amazingly, but just the... Just, fuck it. Even the most simple squad, like the Plasma, uh, the in, in, Interemptors, I think they're called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Interemptors, those plasma guns look fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like a triple-barreled plasma gun. What the fuck is so fucking cool? Anyway... So yeah, and the the, the 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 Terminators looked awesome, and the, the Crusaders like just the whole army was just fantastic. Um, and it, and then I was like, shit. Well, I kind of maybe want to start Dark Angels then. Um, it's just, it sucks because I'm like always looking at these fucking models. Like, goddamn, these look cool, and these look cool, and these look cool. Well, you, anyway, yeah. Sorry. You like you like Marines in general, so therefore yeah. they're just coming out with a bunch of really cool looking Marines. So. Yeah, and that it's it's funny because you know I did custodians, I did mechanicum, I did demons, I literally did all the non-marines. You did everything else. Yeah, I did everything else. Well, I did have a huge white scars army. I had sixty fucking outrider bikes that I sold. I had, I had a whole uh, com- uh, com- how much is hundred marines company? What company, right? Yes. What the hell are they called? Uh, that's a forty k company. I know, yeah, but I, I'm using it as a just. Yeah, so I had a company of marines, sixty bikes. Uh, it was twenty assault marines, twenty tack marines, and two rhinos. Like, it was a whole 30K army. I just sold it for the Mechanicum. Um, but I do like the Marine aesthetic. It's not that I didn't like it. I love the Marine aesthetic. It was just way too much for me to paint. But now that I'm older and kind of now painting my own armies instead of paying people to paint it for me, I'm just kind of sitting down and be like, what do I want to paint? And I have yeah. no fucking idea. The Dark Angels look fucking awesome. Especially when he had, like, a deep, dark red uh, tabard against, like, a nice tan desert uh, base. With like desert boots, like like the the, the weathering, which is fucking oh. And then um, the Alpha Legion player had, oh my god, I mean he used an airbrush, so that's beyond my capabilities because I don't own an airbrush. But he used um, oh my god, it, it, he had like a, it was a, he used a silver, but then he airbrushed purple, and then he airbrushed teal, um, but it was like purple and teal, so that when you moved. The model, it, it shimmered between these hues of purple, blue, and teal. Hmm. And it was a fucking Jesus Christ. I looked at my army and I was like, fuck, my army sucks compared to painting. Jesus. Well, <laughs> if, if if the painting is in your mind, at least for the moment, because, oh, you're liking all the rules you're seeing, so maybe that's not the biggest determining factor. If the paint is one of the bigger determining factors, get some test models and try them in different schemes. Because you might say, like, oh, man... I love the look of blank legion. That'd be great. And then you sit down to paint it, and you're like, "Wow, I can't paint a one. Maybe oh, I can't paint it the way that I want it to be." Or wow, yeah, I painted it. It took me three hours to do one space marine. I'll never do it. If that's one of your determining factors, test out some marines. Like I said, I I I couldn't find them right now because I've been checking. But like, if you happen to see like the Imperial magazine or something like that, you can get five guys for like twelve bucks. And then, okay, that's five different leg- legions I can test something out in. I'll pick my favorite five. I'll right paint one dude to each. Oh, I agree. I agree. All right, Steve, have, um, you, been, have you been able yeah. to do anything? Or have you just been too sick for it? And I completely understand if you are. So I went this like, it's okay. I'll work my painting backlog. It'll be fine. And then I just fucking slept. <laughs> uh, last night, I picked up a brush. And I base-coated... Um, a couple bits on some models. I didn't actually get anything painted, painted though. So, yeah, that that's a no for me, dog. 
I say, I don't think I even. Well, I, I played some Marvel uh, Champions, the card game. I'll say even this week I didn't even play any games otherwise. It was just like more like card games and all. All right. Well, we'll hopefully be less boring next week, but that's okay because then uh, for. I don't know, the first time, and I don't remember when, there's actually news for Titanicus, which is nice, since this is our Titanicus-focused uh, episode. Um, so, why don't we go in to... What's the stupid name you call him, Dan? Oh, God. I don't remember. Okay, then we'll call it the Darwin. <laughs> we'll call it the Borker. actual name. Oh, Porker Borker! There Porker it is. Borker! I couldn't remember what the stupid name was that you kept saying it was. Porker Borker. Okay. It's going to stick. You know it. It's not going to. Uh, no. Not if I have anything to say about it. Um, Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> so if anyone is watching on the YouTube, I do have the terminal displayed up. The text isn't perfect. This was um, someone took one that they had that they got early. I think they scanned it in. It's just not a great scan, but it's at least on my monitor because my monitor is big. It's enough to be able to read and we can go through it. You can also find a lot of this on like Goonhammer and all. They, they've went through it and all, but we will discuss this. And in particular, we're going to do a bit of a comparison back and forth. So maybe we'll talk about what it does, and then we'll talk about where those differences lie. Um, so, I, and actually, I will go a little bit back and forth just for this. So, for Direwolf compared to the other one, same scale, so both scale 6. It is 210 points plus weapons, so it's 30 extra points, and then weapons on top. Has command of four, ballistic skill three, weapon skill four, speed is seven and uh, eleven. Yeah. Hmm? I will say the points for the the points for the weapons are forty five for the neutron and ten for the uh, mega bolter. Yes, and I do have those on another screen when we get to the yeah. to the weapons for this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so it's a two sixty five build more or less default. Yeah. Yes. Um. What well, do? Because it now. For the uh, for the other gun that it can have, will that be the same for the because uh, what it can take a volcano, volcano cannon. cannon? Is that the same cost um, as the one for the reaver? Have we actually seen that? Because they said it's a reaver volcano cannon. Yeah, um, except it has a plus one. I I know that it has a plus one to hit at short range. True. So, so maybe, maybe the same points, maybe not. Yeah. I have no idea. How much is a Reaver Volcano again? 25? 35? It is 25. It's yeah. 25. Okay. So it might be 30, 35. I could see it 30, 35 points. Okay. Especially I, I, with plus one to hit a close range. Yeah. yeah. GW sent some of these out to, to certain people, not us. Um, but they sent out to other people. It seems like they only sent one out with the new weapon, which I understand. You know, get them hyped about the brand new thing. Um, so speed, we got 7.11. Maneuvers are 2.4. It has three server decades. Um, We have a plasma reactor up. It's six for the track. Um, so it takes on the fourth is where you start going to orange. And then on the sixth is where you go to red. And after that is where you get destroyed like Dan will do. Uh, it's royalties <laughs> voil are a 3.4.4, four, four, then gone. It's the same amount of shields. Um, and we'll, we'll go through the, the overall damages in, in a moment so when we just think of stats wise for differences so command is what one better yeah yep. Command is one better uh speeds are one slower on both brackets slower. maneuver is also slower one in both one brackets. less on each bracket yep, one down on each 
Uh, server declared is higher, though. Yes, yeah, server declared is up by yeah, one. one and the plasma reactor, I believe, has an extra spot, so it doesn't go... Yes. It's not going to automatically go to orange. Yes. Um, does I, I, can't, I don't know. I'm trying to think about Warhound. I know War, the Warhound body, I think it got stronger. Is a 9 enough to direct no. hit a Warhound, or does it need a 10? No, it needs 10s. Um, looking right, so at it, the... those look... Actually, the damage track looks identical. I have the two. I'm flipping back and forth. Yeah. Um, like the head starts at eleven thirteen. Starts at eleven thirteen. It is five before your five into the red. Five into the red. Um, the body and legs are both six, ten, twelve, eleven, uh, twelve, ten. Oh, okay. The crit levels. Yeah, the crit I levels are a little different. Changed. So. For the head, it is identical. For the body, on the normal Warhound, it's a 10-11 for direct. On this, it's a 10-12 for direct. So it's one harder to get to uh, devastating and all on the body and the the critical as well. So they're all one higher. For the legs, it was 10-12 on the regular Warhound, 11-12. So the legs are actually one higher to even start hurting. So slight differences. Very slight, but some slight differences, yeah. Huh? So a, a little more a little more tanky, which I think is is needed for this thing, especially with its uh stalker rule. Hey, if it has a volcano cannon, please. <laughs> <laughs> if you're taking the volcano cannon, please make it have a higher heat track. <laughs> oh, even yes. The other gun is draining as well, isn't it? Uh, hold on. Yep. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I'm sorry, I think it's so. as well. Yeah, it is. So yeah, no, please, Lord have mercy. Okay. Um. So the, there's definitely some differences. Those are, I would say, you know, slight differences. Useful, slight differences. It's a little better in certain ways. Okay, they upped it by thirty points. All right, fair enough. Where it probably comes into its own is the two main abilities it has. So one of them is Stalker. So I'll read it out and then we'll we'll talk about it. So it says, this Titan is deployed after all other units. Um, if both players have a type of Titan like this, then you start with whoever controls the battlefield. You deploy one, then go back and forth, same as normal. The Titan must be at least 8 inches and 50% obscured from enemy units. You don't need to meet that condition if you're in your deployment zone. So you can deploy it anywhere on the board. Outside of eight, at least 50% obscured from the enemy. Or deploy in your own deployment zone as you wish. And it counts as deployed for the purposes of determining which player uh, finishes the deployment first. So it counts as already being... The, uh, the way I read that sentence means it already counts as being deployed. So it doesn't count as yes. the deployment that you need to do. Yeah, it doesn't count against you. Right. It yeah. speeds up your deployment. Technically, it could shorten your deployment. Absolutely. So, oh, oh. go ahead. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, mostly because I'm a sneaky little shit, and I know, you know Titanic is all about positioning sometimes, and the ability to. I mean, this is also sorry, a little star, a little uh, side note. Uh, this is completely dependent on the table you play on. By the way, um, if you play on a um, planet golf ball, then. <laughs> This doesn't fucking matter. Um, but if you play on like a normal sized board with actual blocking terrain and like buildings or forests, 
you can count as like blocking. Um, nice big hills. Like, yeah. Nice big hills. So yeah, stuff like that. Um, this is really good. I like this rule a lot. Um, just in 30k, scout and I think it's scout. It's not infiltrator. Oh, even if it's scout and infiltrator. Well, yeah, that's a rule. Yeah, that is a super, super good fucking ability Um, because it allows you to reposition and allows you to position further up the battlefield and take basically sometimes even use to take an objective before the game even begins. Excellent abilities. And this is the same thing. It allows you to just kind of you could put it in your own deployment zone. Sure. In case you don't want to. But if you want to put it like all the way on the flank, especially when we talk about the weapons later, this I like this ability a lot. I like it a lot. I think it's useful. I, I do like it overall. I think it can absolutely be a trap because this thing is a little bit tougher than a Warhound, which means it's a it's cardstock instead of paper. You know, it, it, if if your opponent can bring to bear a couple big titans on it, this guy can go down very very quickly. But especially, like I said, when we get to the weapons, um, with the one weapon. It can very much matter if I get a good shot on you or if I get a shot to your side on you and what could happen to you with that. So I like it. I don't think you necessarily want it right up front and center, but I think, yeah, maybe you hide it behind some bigger terrain halfway up because you're a little bit less maneuverable. You're a little little bit slower. You want to be a little bit closer. Um, I, I, I like it, and it could help you guarantee you go first. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's, also, um, it's it's a Canis light maniple of one, essentially. I can also point out that like in in deployments that are like weird, like mm. the L shaped deployments or the diagonal deployments, you can deploy them on the other side of the bat. Like let's say a diagonal deployment, right? Where you have a yeah. diagonal and I have a diagonal. We're we're corners essentially. Mm-hmm. I can deploy them on the other corner yeah, because yeah. essentially now he's going to be getting flank shots on you. It, it 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 opens up a lot of good possibilities, in my opinion. Definitely, but it can be a trap. <laughs> no, it definitely could be a trap because this isn't really a brawler titan. It's no. delicate. It's long range. You're not throwing it up like you would throw up a um, a uh, warhound in a Canis light maniple. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh definitely, it's a neat rule. I think it'll. It's nice because it's at the end. You could react to your opponent's deployment, and okay, there's the warlord titan. I'm going to get just the right angle on it before we start the game. Yeah. All right. Um. So it's other special things. So it's on the back of its terminal. I I'll go through the the short one first. It's an auxiliary titan. The, the same thing the Warbringer is. Um, so it counts as an auxiliary. A battle group can include at most one auxiliary Titan as reinforcements per maniple or Night Lance in the battle group. So you can bring one per maniple unless you're playing a big game. That essentially means you bring one. Um, and it's one auxiliary. So if you're using it in its auxiliary capacity and you only have one maniple and you're not using a maniple that has a Warbringer in it, it's one or the other then. So, could, could be a little restrictive uh, if you're using that. I was going to say, Warbringers are only used at like, what, 1750 and higher? Even at 1750, you don't really bring a Warbringer because pff, it's a Warbringer and three Warhounds with Vulcan Megabull. There's nothing. That's um, a War Master you're thinking of. 
Or War Master, sorry, yeah. That's all right. Um, Though, same idea holds there as well. But not the same idea because he's a little lighter in points. But where you probably have this guy shine is he has Heavy Scout Titan. So it says each mana pull in a battle group may replace a single optional Warhound Titan with a Dire Wolf Titan. The Joe Audax mana pulls may replace a single mandatory Reaver or a single optional Warhound Titan with the Dire Wolf instead. This allows the fielding of Legio Audax Maniples that were previously inaccessible to the Legio, such as Ferox or Venerator Maniples, so long as the Maniple includes no Titans of scale 7 or more when assembled. Dire Wolf Titans count as the Warhound or Reaver they replace for all purposes of Maniple rules. So it can't it, uh, putting all decks aside for a second. If you're running any other mana pool that has optional warhounds, you can throw one of these guys in. It does have to be the optional, so it can't be the mandatory choice. But you can just throw one of these yeah, guys in as the extra. I, I mean, it's a. I have no comment on the rule because it's. Like this is a weird rule because it's 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 just a it's a formation rule, so like if it was it's not like a rule rule it's a this is how you play the titan rule, so I mean it lets no comment, you I guess? it lets you bring him well yeah it lets you bring it so like I can't it breaks um it does break the maniples though it does or at least that little bit which is interesting. Which one is a break, or how does it break? I should say. Well, it isn't like you know, it's not broken, but like it breaks the normal rules. Like, um, I don't know how to explain it. So, like, you get one of the axiom as the optional warhound, things like that. I like that I can get into the maniples because it then benefits from the rules. Yes. Whereas an auxiliary titan doesn't. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely more than just a. You could take this Titan kind of rule, you know? Yeah. You, you can take them. They'll count, and you still have your auxiliary spot open if you're doing something. If, like I said, if you want a Warbringer in that spot or, or whatever you may be running. Or you could do a second Direwolf. Exactly, yeah. One you in, put them in there, yeah, and then one inside, one outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there's, like, what? I, I'm looking at them now. So, like, Axiom has an optional uh, Warhound. Uh, Venator does. What is it? Janice. So there's there's quite a few of them if you look through that actually have it as an optional, so you can grab them up. And for Volpo, it's very interesting that Janissary because now they could face the Reaver with one, and they could bring an escort of knights when they move. Yeah, which they couldn't do before, so that might help them box stuff in, or I don't know, but. It opens up new gameplay. Yeah. I think it's interesting. For for Dan's love of Regia, you could have one of these guys be part of your firebase. Try to shut down another Titan before uh, your two warlords go f- stomping in or firing in. The the biggest. Oh my thing... god, we could do yeah. we could do Ferox now with those guys. Yep. If you're doing Audax, yes. For Audax, you can now do Ferox That's and cool. Venator. Because there it's allowed to, like, um, because we've read it and it's important to, to see this. It's optional for anyone else if your Audax 
um where it was uh it's a man a single mandatory reaver or a single optional warhound so it's always optional warhound but it can be an audax it could be the reaver the mandatory reaver so you said so ferox because it's one reaver two warhounds you can now put this guy inside so now you have that possibility on them which isn't bad they mention Venator because that's one Reaver, two Warhounds. Okay, this is your Reaver, quote-unquote. And that's the one where, depending on the weapon on him, not as useful for there because that's the one where if uh, the shields go down, you get a shot. But it counts. Yeah, bypass would be useful. But if you take the Volcano Cannon, it has some play in there. Even there, though, the, the, by, the, the bypass weapon might not be so bad because it could still potentially shut it down. Oh no! Bypass the bypass weapon is always good. Yeah. So I mean, you you lost your shields. Now I've shut you down. Now you're easy pickings, and you know I don't. I, you know I, I I do like that. I like how it opens up options for them. If you're someone who is either playing Audax or wants to do Audax, now one you have an extra choice, and two you've just gained for the moment at least two maniples. They're the only ones they mentioned. I don't know uh, Janissary as well. Actually, yeah. Yeah, Janissary and uh, Firmus. Because the Firmus lets you move around hits between Titans with a command check. Or they take a command check. Wait, which one was that? This is the one I never really got too into. For what? Uh, Firmus? Uh... You, yeah, could control, your you can nominate a different one. Or else you reallocate. Which yes. could be interesting to you know try to juggle around damage between Warhounds, keep them alive. Okay, that could have some play in a um, Audax Force. It just gives them new toys to play with, and I'm happy for them because they've literally had two maniples and one class of Titan for two years since they got their rules. Yeah, maybe three. For for too long. Now you have some options. You have a different looking model, and yeah, it gets it gets a nice little replacement. Did either of you pre-order any of these? I have not because I'm waiting to do a four-tool order for like some dice and stuff, and they took all their dice down for the moment. No, I thought I think they're repackaging them, which is funny. They are. The I, mean, I was going to order them last week. I was like, I'll just do it this week, and it it, it gave me like their like crashed, you know, Thunderhawk oh. whatever symbol they give yeah, when it's down. That sucks. Uh, that's yeah. fine. But it, did either um, of you actually pre-order? One? I did not order. I did not order for the sole reason that I'm probably going to buy the Heresy box set. <laughs> right. U.S. is not that bad. It was like 50, which is or 50. Oh, no. The, 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 the price? Uh, absolutely the price is... competitive. Absolutely competitive. 100% competitive. Um, I don't know who's smoking the good stuff at GW and Forge World. They saw that they're smoking the good shit. They saw their miniature they're, sales were decreasing. Like their one mistake was not selling weapons separate or yeah. offering both weapons for one yeah. chassis. Places yes. like Battle Bling are probably like <laughs> so happy right now. Um but no, it, it's fifty five bucks. Not a bad price. It's the same price as those um, super tiny little baby knights. Exactly. Um yeah, the only reason I'm not picking it up is honestly literally because I, I'm waiting for heresy. But I do kind of want it. 
I'm, I'm gonna go with we'll talk one. about why when we talk about the weapons yeah i'm gonna go with one but let's 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 take a look at its weapons we'll start with the least interesting um like i said we have not seen its volcano cannons we don't know we know essentially what it does, but we don't know costs and all. Like I said, it's a plus one to hit in short range. But So we'll talk about its torso weapon. So it does carry its weapons differently. It has essentially a torso weapon, a carapace weapon. The torso weapon's the same for either option. It's an Ardex Defense Mega Bolter. Short range 10, long range 20. It's six dice, strength four. It's a paired and rapid. The paired is important, though, because yeah. if half the gun hit, if half, you have to split it up. Like, if half the gun is blocked and the other half is not then one gets minus one what and the other three don't um it's, it's, it's a vulcan literally mega two one one vulcan mega bolter cut in half stitched on both sides of the titan exactly yeah. that's yeah. all it is yeah N- normal front arc for it so but it's 10 points so that's nice and cheap at least for a mandatory option the 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 neutron laser is probably the exciting part about this thing. I think it's a bit of a trap, but when it works, uh, I think it's nice. Um, so it's a again front arc, short range thirty with a plus one to hit, long range sixty, single die strength seven, bypass carapace draining and shock. So bypass you don't get shields. Doesn't care if you have shields. Carapace yep. is just for your size, so you can't hit anyone who's smaller than you when they're within your scale draining so at least you have the longer track so when you roll your reactor die you're not going to immediately go into orange and hurt yourself and shock shock is a three up if you do at least a direct is that correct um so uh correct yeah yeah so shock 167 167 thank you yeah, so after making an armor roll against a Titan, these are not knights, um, you roll a d6. If you cause a direct, devastating, or critical hit on a 3+, essentially, um, you the t- target Titan gets shut down. Um, it removes at the end of the phase, uh, instead of staying until the next turn. Um, and if you don't do any damage, this only happens on a 6. Okay, so you still do get a chance at least. Okay, that's good. Yeah. The big part is that people thought it like shut down until the next turn. No, no, it's until the end of the phase. Well, well it goes until the end of this turn. Normal yeah. shutdowns do not automatically. Well, because in case, let's say like you steal the turn and it's still shut down while you're shooting. Like that's what I'm saying. It shut down at the end of the the the, the phase. At the at the end phase. Yes, end phase. Yes. Sorry, end not of, the end of the phase. Yeah, the end phase. Yeah, it automatically comes off. You don't have to try to remove it the following round. It's automatically removed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Now, because no one voluntarily shuts down their Titans, unless they're absolutely stark or even mad, quick recap. When a Titan is shut down, it um, has no shields, and it cannot activate in any phase, except to try to unshut down itself the following turn, except this automatically clears the shutdown order. So you shut down the shields and everything else it does. I mean And I believe they also will get to vent heat when that happens. I'm not sure though. My rule book is not handy. Uh I can check while you guys talk about it for a second. I have a rule book here. So I, I'm just gonna I talk never about look them. at it because so you're right, no one does it. 
So it's a strength seven gun. So you will most likely direct, at least direct hit a warhound to a reaver. A warlord Maybe. body shot needs a five to to do a direct, which is. <laughs> but this is where also the scout rule comes in that it has. Because what I mentioned before, you place it on the flank, it's got 60 inches of range. So yeah. pretty much, I think it's the entirety of a diagonal 4x4. Four four. Someone math me real quick. A square plus B square equals C square. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I remember this. I remember math. Let's, let's, see if, uh, let's see if you do. I'm not entirely okay, sure so you 16 do. So 16 and then the square root of 32. Wait, What? Right? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Okay. How long do you think the table is on each side? Four feet by four feet. Okay. So so four square plus four square is 32. Right? What? what? Um, yes. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can right. do it in feet, but then it's also, and it's an inch. I just did it in inches. That's easier. No. It's not oh. long enough to do it from corner to corner. It'd be 67 inches. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I was just doing it in feet, and then I was going to convert to inches. Sure. Okay, um, sure okay, so but still, sixty inches is is is. It's effectively the board because you're not going to be sitting in the corner. Be be exactly. a little bit up. Yeah, it's effectively the board, and, and and it's because you're deployed in such a way where you're most likely more than not going to get side shots. Let's be honest, right? Because this thing can scout and it's out of position. Not out of it's out of position for you, but in position for you at the same time. Like it's it's out of the way. You're going to be getting side shots unless the opponent, for some odd reason, wants to turn towards you uh, to deal with one Titan, which, eh. Um, so, but strength eight, strength seven. I, 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 and then you have a, what, a three, on a three plus it shuts down. I like it. I like I the weapon. roughly estimated the math. If you're right and it needs a five for direct hit on a Warlord Titan. Yes. It's roughly a 40% chance to shut down. I could be off though. I'm still recovering. But even so, a forty percent uh, chance so it's to a shut Two thirds chance on a direct hit to yeah. shut down, and that's going to happen a third of the time you hit is in a direct hit. If it's uh, you need a five to direct hit, mm-hmm. so that's two ninths of the time that you hit, you get the shutdown off that. But then, if you don't trigger it, sorry, if you don't get the hit. You still do the same uh, and you could still get on the six. And I think that might boost up the percentage. Well, it, it, it boosts. It, yes, it does it boost up, up dramatically. The percentage. Yeah, it's not well, a huge yeah. amount. So you're looking at a 54. You were looking at nine parts for the one. 35%. And the other one was, so 12. You're looking about 19 out of like 54. So you're looking about, about 35%. This is why we have Dave on the podcast, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Well, does he know we use him literally just for the for the math? I sit there and let you do the math because it's funnier when you try. <laughs> uh, um, you do have to hit you... first because there's always that chance you miss. So being in short range, a plus one accuracy does help. Um, I do like it. I do think they had to make it 45 points because it can be strong. I think you're gonna remember. You know, you're gonna play this guy like let's say in 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 ten games. And you're going to remember those couple games where you got that really cool shutdown order on someone's Warlord. And you're going to forget, like that happened, say, two or three times, that the nice shutdown on something you cared about. And you're going to forget about the other seven to eight games where it didn't do any of that whatsoever. 
because you needed to hit, you needed to get the hit through, and they need to roll the three up. Um, I do think it is good, but I, I, I worry much like in my mind the Ursus clause that people are going to put too much in the basket of what it's going to do for them, and then one of the rolls goes wrong, and they're just flat out of luck. Shutdown, um, if it goes to the damage control phase, you reduce your reactor level by two before you make it the repair roll. So you still get repair rolls, and you lose two heat automatically. Okay, okay. so if you hit someone with first fire and shut them down, they shed two heat. Yeah. But if you hit them in the combat phase, they don't. True. Uh... Interesting. Now, also of interest, because before this probably... I mean, there was probably some strategy I'm not thinking of that did this. Shutdown order does say that your void shields collapse. It doesn't say they cannot be brought back up. So if you did this, at least on my reading, and maybe they FAQ'd it, and I just don't have that in front of me, but on my reading, it means if you did do this on a first fire, when they try to repair, they could potentially get their shields back. Because it doesn't say your shields stay down. They just go down. Does it specifically say void collapse? Or void shield burnout? Your void shield... Uh, it's void shields collapse. Okay, so yeah, then you... Mm, yeah, you could bring them back then. <clears throat> um, listen, I like it. I mean, this is obviously the one when I get... I'm going to get him with this cool gun. I'm going to try it. And yeah. yeah, I'm also going to remember the cool time he shuts down uh, a big piece I was worried about. But I also know there's going to be plenty of times where I roll the die and he's going to roll one. <laughs> or I'm going to roll a, a one to do damage or not enough to do damage. And then I'm not going to roll that six. But I should also point out, like, this also does depend on the Legio you play, the Maniple you play. Yeah, there's and, a lot of Literally well, everything. Because we're looking at it just base stat, right? But let's say you stick this motherfucker in, like, um, what the hell is it called? A... Uh, um, a Venator Maniple, right? Hmm. What's the one that What's the one that gets a free shot? Is that a Venator? Uh, the Venator gets a free yes, shot. Sir. Yes, the Venator does. But then in the Venator Maniple, you sh you blow the shield in one shot. That Reaver lights that whatever you just sh uh uh lit up. It lights it up. That that's all. Oh yeah, because that is technically a shield collapse. So yes, it is. It, it would yep. work if your Audax, you could have Ippy shooting. If you're any other maniple, you could on that shot. If you collapse the shields, then you do get your free shot at it. So yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking like, but I'm just we'll talk about like different things you can do later. But I just want to point out, we're just talking about the base, base, base gun with nothing on it, no, no upgrades, no. No Titan upgrades, no maniples, or nothing. And even the base gun alone is already, I think, worth it enough to to play around with. Not including everything else you can do with this. I I think it is worth it, and I think it has to be because if it wasn't, why bother looking at it? Now, like exactly. I said, th this boy's going to be expensive. You know, he's what two sixty five. That's you know that that that's reasonably up there, and he can do some good. But yeah, I think you do. I think maybe that's the right, at least in my estimate for the moment, maybe that's the sort of right call is Venator because 
now you get a bonus as well when it happens. Because otherwise, I think this guy's going to get shot down real fast. But I like that. You could put him off to the side, try to give him a first fire, see if you get lucky. If you can get to the side, I like it a lot more. If you can get even that extra plus one. Because otherwise, think about it on a normal Titan. If it's a strength seven, you need at least a three up to even get the direct hit on, say, the body on any of these Titans. Maybe you need a four up, so you're already 50% of the time not getting it, and, and so on. So, even just shooting a freaking Warhound. A Warhound's body's what, 10? 10. But that, that means. Yeah, so, three up on a, yeah. So, yeah, three up on, a, on the Warhound, it's going to be like a four up on bigger ones. But that's also depending on where you hit. If you hit yeah. the wrong area, maybe now you need a four up or a five up, depending on that. So, very true. It's good. I would want to play with it a few more times before I either sing its praises or, or dash it to the rocks. But it's exciting. Either way, it's exciting because it's something new. It's not new. I like it because it's, it's weird. Yes, it's weird. But it's resin. To me, the entire thing. The entire thing is not resin, right? The entire thing is, is it, resin. The whole thing is resin. Yeah. There's no warhound underneath there. Yeah. My now, there's third-party kits that make warhounds and. <sighs> My like of it actually did decrease right there. I did not realize it was fully resin. Yes. Yeah, if you look uh, at it on Forge World, they show you it put together, and then they show you the individual pictures, and you can see, yeah, it's 100% resin. Yeah. That does not make me happy. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. That's, that's not good. But at least it's a new Titan, and for the... And because it's so similar in size, there's nothing that doesn't say you can't just proxy with one of yours that you have now. Just try it out, see what you think. While you while you wait for your resin miniature to make its way over from Jolly Old England. But, yeah. Any more any more thoughts on uh this this little tanky boy? Um, like overall base stuff. I I just like him. Right. I I it's it's a good solid like, and the weird part is so a lot of you said it was expensive, but ironically yes. it's in weird point level where it's literally not as expensive as a reaver, but more expensive than the warhound. And I don't know about you guys, oh, yeah. but sometimes I'll find myself in this weird bracket where I literally don't want to bring a warhound because then I'm down like a hundred points, but then I can't bring a reaver because it's too many points by like mm. fifty or sixty points. So this. Funny enough, fills a really weird gap um, that I've actually been having a hard time filling sometimes with my lists. Because um, I literally have. I'll have like 300 points left over, right? That's not enough for a Warhound. Even a fully decked Warhound is what, 240 with two plasmas? Um, That's still right. Still 60 points yeah. under, which is ugh. Um, and I can't take a Reaver because a Reaver, I think, base is already 300. Um... I think it's base is like a little a less, really but once you put the we mandatory weapons yeah, on, yeah. Put the weapons on it, it might go over there. So this is a really weird, like, it actually does, funny enough, fill a really good niche, niche for me. Weirdly. I'm the, yeah. I like it. I really want to run one and see what it does on the table. Yeah. I am very much a person where I actually have to play the thing to get a, a better feel of it. Because 
my thing is I'll I'll go off of you know law of averages and figure out number wise does a weapon excite me nice but not necessarily super exciting but it, maybe it's even worth it just in terms of the fear of what it could do maybe your opponent does have to turn a titan towards the side where he knows you may go or deploy in a spot he may not want to because he knows you could pop to there and shut down and and have a shot at his warlord and it, oh now you've lost your full turn and I can fire at him with impunity so. Yeah, like if it like when it works, this will work. Um, like not even fuck it, not even shutting down the warlord because that's a, that's a harder chance. Shutting down a warhound in the middle of the table when it he, or even like here's a big thing. Let's you know warhounds like to stick together and share their shields, right? Hitting a fucking warhound and just deleting four shields automatically when they're sharing shields is ridiculous. Yeah. You just pop four shields with one shot. And in my opinion, that's a really good deal. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. And it's on a Warhound, if you get the right spot, fairly likely, not not, not but, but a good, very, a fairly good chance that you can actually do that. But, but that's, that's not the part you're going to sing home about. It's the same way, like Inertia's Claw, you got good chances against the Warhound, but it's when you take down the bigger ones is what you talk about. I think that's less of a is that one has sixty inches and the Ursus Claw does not. Yes, it's much less of a trap than the Ursus Claw. But I'd I'd like to see it first before before I'm entirely sold on it. Um, all right. If that if that is it for the for hobby and news, because I don't think there's been anything else, we can get into the uh, the meteor part of the show. All right. So, um, at this point, we have finished the Legios through the Trader Book. The idea is we're going to just, since we're already in the Trader Book, we're going to just keep going through this Trader Book, through the different pieces. Some of it will apply, like when we did the Mana Pulls, obviously they cover whenever we get to the Loyalist Book. And what we're going to start with tonight, and by looking at the amount of time we've been recording so far, what we'll end with tonight as well is the Titan upgrades. There's going to be some Universal, some Trader ones. Again, those Universals are going to carry over when we get to the other book. Um, what we'll probably do for this is we'll probably just do much like we did for the Legios, more just around Robin going around. That person can read it out, talk about it, the main point, and the other two of us chime in depending on our thoughts on it. Um, if someone yeah. has a really strong feeling on any of these, obviously say so, and we'll make sure they're the ones who talk about it instead. But does any I, when we look at these Universal Titan War Gear, so this is page 170 for anyone following along with us. Is there any of those that you guys feel like super, you know, su- super strongly about that you want to be like, yeah, I, I want to talk about that one. The, yeah, the Universal stuff is is great because it's. Honestly, they're all good, in yeah. my opinion. I, I hate to be that way, but I like them all. And I've actually seen someone taking, not all of them, but I've seen a case of each one, mm-hmm. except Oath Banner. I've never seen someone take Oath Banner. I don't even know what um, that is. I'll, re- I'll read it when we get yeah. to it. I don't want yeah. to spoil um, its mediocrity. Yeah, chart, like, yeah, each one has, I've seen a. have seen someone use, so. All right. We'll go into, like, specifics when we talk about it, but just, yeah. Okay. All right, uh. Uh, maybe I'll do the first one, then we'll just cycle through. Yeah. That. Yeah, why not? 
it says so this is page 17 they give a little bit of fluff before it all about how uh the, the the well actually they essentially give a bit of the rules is there anything special in the rules for this that we should be mentioning um no not that i know of okay you upgrade the titans yeah, you can do any and all war gear, although a Titan can only purchase each upgrade once unless instructed otherwise. Um No, okay. I wasn't sure if there's was anything else special in no, there. No, special just about really... okay. Other than the Legio upgrade saying this weapon cannot be upgraded again if it already has an upgrade. That's exactly, probably the only yeah. thing. Okay, good. Alright, so we'll take a look at these uh tracking gyroscopes. Um they for all these they give a little fluff if any of the maybe when we get to the trader ones their fluff might be more interesting but for these ones it's not quite as interesting yeah. so it says any titan of scale 10 or lower can be upgraded with tracking gyroscopes for 25 points a titan with this upgrade changes all fire arcs of their carapace weapons to include the entire front arc of the titan okay so we're mostly thinking probably warlords there and yep. now, rather than just caring about meeting the actual front, you can actually be any or the just the narrow little band of yourself. Mm -hmm. You can be anywhere in the front. So now you can really throw out wherever you want to put your your missiles or something like yep. that. Yep, warlords and warbringers. Yep. And warbringers. Yeah, I haven't it's finished putting my warbringer, so I forget about him. Pricey. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but yeah. It's very it pricey. is a big quality of life upgrade, and yeah. it's not uncommon to have 25 points lying around so you throw towards this and you go ah thank god i could think a little bit less hard during my game and focus on you know countering my opponent rather than facing the right way yep like i said you always you always have a weird like 25 to 100 points left over depending on how you build your army but there's always like this mm -hmm. weird like odd 50 to 25 points or sometimes even 100 points left over Throw this on there. If you have a warlord, now your warlord has a full forty-five degree arc. Oh, sorry, uh, not forty-five degree arc. Jesus, a whole uh, ninety degree arc of fire, yeah. which is really good, and it does open up a lot of opportunity for him to fire. It does. It, it does provide, um, like, you know, how many times has an opponent maneuvered out of the arc of your stupid warlord? Yeah. Uh, especially after you moved, right? Now it's much. Oh, harder. I do it all the time. Exactly. Now it's a lot harder because that warlord warlords are thick. They got thick boy bases. Yeah. And I... they're points-wise more expensive, so it is if you are bringing a warlord or maybe you're running something where you have two, you are l more likely to be out, you know, out activated. So you might have to have this guy go earlier and now I know where he's facing. I can be out of his arc if I want. This and pairs it... really well with Swift Killer, by the way. The Warlord trait Swift Killer that allows you to pivot uh, 45 degrees when you do a sh an, uh, a, a uh, fire action. Um, this pivot this this works really really well, especially on your Warlord, because now you just instead of pivoting and still using the corridor of fire, you're pivoting and you're using that entire front arc, which is really really nice. See, I was going to say exactly the opposite. I was going to say taking this means don't worry about Swift Killer anymore. Swift Killer. There, now, it there's always an option. They, the need. Yes, I, in my you can find some corner cases, of course. But when I'm thinking about my warlord, I'm more of thinking about usually, at least in the beginning, more from a distance. So you're probably not 
on my side. It, you know, maybe if you got a dire wolf, but if you're on the side with the dire wolf, I'm probably not stopping you anyway with this big boy. But you're probably somewhere in front of me already. The problem is you're not lined up exactly on my base. You're just somewhere in my front arc. So I would swift killer so I could see you with my, you know, you know, missiles or 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 laser blasters or something like that. Well, now I don't need to. I see you anyway. Now I can take a look at my my Legio Princeps traits, and maybe I get to select one of those, or I get to take one of the other universal ones that I would like to take. Oh, but I'm always getting outmaneuvered by your Titans. Okay. Good argument. I like it. Yeah, I think this reduces that need greatly. I mean, if I'm going to throw 25 points at it, I also don't want to f- throw my Princeps trade at it. I think this is a must-take an Arcus Manacle. Because while you do yeah. have the Warbringer and the Warhounds scout for them, having to have the Corridor on your main weapon option is a drag. Hmm. So opening it from corridor to arc, that's where you're really going to get the most value per point, I feel. Especially since you can ignore line of sight. Um, Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So when your damage dealing is locked into that narrow line, widening that, it helps. It helps a lot. Especially since it's a narrower line, too, because it's a smaller base. Ooh, that's very true. So my Warbringer is not put together, so I often, honestly, I just don't think about it. I completely forgot that it's essentially its weapons are the weapon you, you're firing, caring about. This weapon is Corridor Arc. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is smaller, so it's it's it, it lets you now get a lot more freedom. Overall, good. Right. Pricey, but mm-hmm. I, I, I can see why. It's pricey, but you're not automatically taking it. It's com- no. it's what we like to call competitively priced. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it works if you take it. It's not going to break your bank, but it's not like, oh, my God, I need to put this on every single Titan because it's overpowered. Yeah. Cheaper, yeah, you probably would just throw it on your Warlords just so they can go sit in corners and hit whatever they want. Exactly. All right. It's competitively priced, which I like. I like competitively priced. All right. If we follow our standard order of things, that means Dan is up next. And yes. this probably fits along very well with the other types of things you already take in your Legio. Actually, no, I don't use this next one. I do not use this next one. And there's a reason why. But, oh, I'm sure you don't. But, so, but just the name itself. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Aspects, <laughs> the targeting aspects, ranging aspects. Yeah. So ranging uh, ranging aspects is any Titan uh, can be upgraded with ranging aspects for 15 points. In the combat phase, a Titan with this upgrade can pre-measure the range and check weapon arcs between itself and potential targets before selecting a target. Um, again, as Steve kind of called it, this is a quality of life upgrade. Uh, 15 points, in my opinion, is a bit too expensive for this one. Yep. I would have seen this one better at 10 points. Um, uh, and I, I still I wouldn't take this one anyway, mostly because um, the way I run my Titans, I'm already within that 24-inch gap. Like, maybe one turn, I might not be able to reach you, but definitely by the second turn, I'm reaching you. So... <laughs> I don't know, 15 points, probably too expensive. I wouldn't take it. But if someone has a spare 15 points and nothing else bites their fancy, this is not going to hurt you. You know, it's 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 a perfectly fine, competitively priced upgrade. 
something to keep in mind is that pre-measuring kind of goes both ways, where if you know how far they are, they immediately know how far you are. So you can't be clever and like, ah, ha, I know how far you are, but you don't know how far I am. Whereas you could kind of do it when you eyeball it. So depending on whether or not you enjoy that element of gameplay, you might love or hate this upgrade. I know originally they were thinking about making this a pre-measuring game. And the ranging aspects is kind of lets you turn it into one for 15 points per Titan. Yeah. Um, it's if you're newer and you struggle with eyeballing distances, I mean, you might have the points set aside. Just take the upgrade and be like, all right, look, I have this upgrade, so I'm going to just check my ranges real fast. Um, it does also help clarify the point that you cannot pre measure arcs, yeah, when you are determining um, targets. Something to keep in mind. Uh, As in, you normally can't, and now with the upgrade, you're able to. Yeah, then that I'll was a little weird way I phrased it. Um, I'm not a fan. It's it's okay. It's not bad if you want to take it. I partly I think it is the points. I think at 15 points, you're only taking it on a big titan because otherwise, I think you just you're kind of throwing points at on top of something that you might want it to keep cheap. Like your Warhounds, you don't want to throw a 15-point exercise on top because your goal is probably to keep them a little bit cheap. And that's not necessarily the one that you care about those distances as much for. Um, I could have seen where they did this depending on the size of the Titan. Would have been interesting, but I understand why they didn't do it. They want to keep it nice and simple. I agree with your point, Steve, where it's, it, it, I now know the distance to you, and anything I measure, you get to see it as well. So you get the same amount of information that I've gotten. And... It is a pre-measure. Uh, sorry, it, it's not a pre-measure game. It is a guess sort of game, to some extent. But the ranges that you're trying to guess aren't so varied and so difficult. And yeah, you're not. You you don't pre-measure an arc, but you can look at your Titan and look at their Titan, and probably have a good feeling if you're an arc or not. You should. And I'm someone who, in general, has always hated games that don't allow you to pre-measure. But this one doesn't. Okay, so that's the rule. You have very few Titans, so it's okay. But to me, it's almost like when, when I'm looking at it, the range I'm probably concerned about, you can tell, the long range is obviously you got those. You're probably looking at about two feet. If you can estimate what two feet looks like, then you have the range for a lot of your shorter guns you don't have the range for necessarily the close range, but for the long range. So if you're thinking about like some of the bigger warlord, warlord weapons, a lot of the longer range are like 24 or better. So it's like, okay, Vulcan Mega Bolters are 20, but if you can guess 24, you could probably figure, oh, I'm just at 24, so I don't have it kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't, overall, I don't like it. I, I think. If you can learn to estimate about 24 inches, about what that looks like, I think you're reasonably set. So I, I think there's better things to take. And I haven't read the rest of these for the moment. I don't know them on top of my head. But I think there's probably better things to take for uh, for whatever the points are going to be. But... Like I said, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's not an amazing upgrade. It's not the worst upgrade. You take it, it's beneficial. And that's okay. 
Yeah, and I'm hoping none of them are it. not beneficial. You take them, makes you worse. Well, listen, after doing that one fucking bullshit, uh, what are the mascara? Um, yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. No, 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 Calistatai. My apologies, it's the Calistatai. And you know what sucks, too? Someone was, had a beautiful paint scheme for it. Someone's okay. been doing, like, posting their beautiful paint scheme for it. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I insulted the shit out of your legion. No, you you, <laughs> you paint it that way. Just play it as something else if you want. Like, who cares? Play as whatever you want. Play, have fun. You put a bunch of money into to models, and you spent forever painting them. Play them whatever rules you want. Doesn't matter. Like I said, so it's okay, of course. Steve, you want to take the next one? Uh, all right, so here we got hardened casing. Any Titans weapon can be upgraded for five points, nice and cheap. Me to upgrade separately as per usual. Um, what happens is then the armor roll needed to weapon. To um, disable the weapon goes up by one. So the example they give is a Reaver Arm Melted Cannon goes from a 10 up to an 11 up in order to disable it. However, after weapon suffers a detonation effect, the upgrade has no impact the rest of the battle. It exists. I've seen it taken. I, I, I've, I, I I've never even considered the fact that it exists. It, I had one person seen it. I've seen one person take it, but again, did, it's like I had. Did five. they remember they, they had, had it? it? Yeah, they did. It actually. Oh. Made, I might made put it point. on the Porker Porker's main gun just to keep it around a little bit longer. Just I'll put on the case. put on the volcano cannon. Um, and fun fact: uh, it actually did stop me from killing the volcano cannon. Annoyingly enough, um, it feels like this is specifically in case there's that one tiger eyes guy that keeps trying to rip off your arms. <laughs> and like no other purpose. I it's five points. I mean, if, you, if, no, if you have five, I don't think there's any five. Oh, no, no, no. Like, there, 15, there, there's five. there's been some we've seen. I don't know in this. Uh, the Oath Bear, the one you've never seen, is five points. It's for knights, though. That's why. Um, I no. don't like it. I think this is a nice way to spend five points. That you, unless unless you intend to do this, unless you've gotten used to doing it, that you just won't remember that you spent. You'll remember later when they disabled your weapon. Oh, wait. I was supposed to be one higher. What did you roll? Ah, it doesn't matter anymore. That's what this feels like to me. You're not going to remember at the time. I wouldn't. I don't know. And they have to hit your weapon, too. So they got to, they had to get the shot on you. You have to roll the die and get the weapon. You have to get the correct weapon. Then they actually have to hurt the weapon with a weapon that doesn't care about there being a, that cares about there being a plus one. I don't know. Go save save five points. Save up a few of them. Spend it on something else. And then and then you lose it if they happen to blow up the weapon. Yeah. So they ever hit again? Yeah. Then you're, which means you're you can't even one. like cross out the numbers and just write in your own numbers because once they blow it up and you fix it, it's gone. Like I said, it's, it's, it's again it, it, it's bookkeeping without yeah it, listen if you're at 1745 points if you're at 1745 points and you have you know OCD and you don't want to you want to be at 1750 boom here's five points exactly I I just think if it's not part of your game plan you're just not going to remember it or you're going to remember it two turns later and then you're going to be like wait what happened on that it doesn't matter anymore 
save your save your save your points save the headache i mean at least the weapon um to hit profile standard across your titan but yeah no it's I, I mean, you know, rounds are what a nine to hit the weapons, and now you can make it certain a weapons, yeah, at least are a Whoa. nine. I don't know if it's all of them, but I know on certain I ones, I think it Warhound. is. Warhound, actually, no, my apologies, it's nine on all their weapons. All the weapons are on a nine. Yeah, I think Warhounds, everything's a nine, Reavers, everything's a ten, and then the Warlord goes up to 12 immediately. I'm not sure on the Warlord, though. I Warlord know is all 11s. I never actually, you know what? Oh, it's only an 11. I, okay. I've never noticed. I, I guess I've just never looked. Warhounds are nines. Reavers are all tens. Warlords are all 11s. Warbringers are 11s because they're essentially warlord style chassis. Um, Warmasters are anywhere from 10 or 12s. The Iconoclast oh, is all 12s. Annoying. Okay. I've never actually, I've, I've never noticed that they just like pop it up one each. But nope, don't like all right. Uh, let, let's talk about maybe something that's actually good. Um, uh, Bastion yeah, shielding. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you're still having your cereal. I know it. I can tell. No. I heard that spoon and I heard you chewing before. <laughs> trying to trying to no. trying to lose us the listeners we have here. If people did hear Dan chewing and you're watching this on. On, on YouTube, put, put in the comments. Put in the comments that, yeah, you heard him chewing his uh, raisin oat nut bran or whatever Snitches it was. Get stitches, Dave. Snitches get stitches. That's the internet. It's all fine. You don't even look at it anyway. I'm the one who will read the comments. And thank you for everyone who does leave, leave comments. Um, So, Bastion Shielding. Um, Any Titan can be upgraded with Bastion Shielding for 10 points. Once per game, a Titan with this upgrade can declare voids to full without pushing its reactor. Is it me? Is the problem me? Because I keep looking at a lot of these upgrades, and maybe because I'm not keeping it in mind enough that Titans are very expensive, and like you need to put some set weapons on them, and they're not super expensive, but they have expensive. So like these are set pieces, let's say. So like ten points, you might have that. Because when I look at this, why the hell would I want to spend ten points on this? But is that me? Am I thinking the wrong level? Should I be saying? Once again, it's you have you have ten I'll points. Put this left way. Over. My warhounds take this almost every time because I almost always have the twenty or thirty points in my list. All right. And I go, oh hey, look at that! I get a free push, which means I'm not burning out my reactor on the first pushed um, save roll I make. I, I guess it's like because it's what essentially five. Let's call it like five percent of the cost so oh for five percent i will make sure i add this to it maybe that's the problem maybe i'm I, i'm thinking about like oh but, a nickel and dime. but i got nickels and dimes all right maybe that maybe that is good then that's true yeah you can do it to full and and you're not going to just get hurt the first time if you roll that double reactor oh i mean again if you have 10 points 20 points and it, you maybe you want to put this on a warhound go ahead warhounds suffer from the death spiral more though than more so than any other titan you know you roll two heat boom you're in the death spiral already nothing you can do about it um it, so this it is so so worth it on warhounds if you're running 
a um if you're wearing that that annoying little knot of warhounds you always take this because the more pushes you could take without going into the orange the happier your warhounds are so even just that one free push can make a difference hmm. i think if you take it i think that's the only one you take it on I, I yeah, I don't think it on anyone else. Yeah, I can agree with it on a warhound because yeah, I don't want the first round where I'm already going to be into the orange guaranteed. And let's if I need to push or maybe, you know, maybe I had to push also for moving. If if I'm pushing twice, I'm pretty much guaranteed to be in a danger zone. If I push once, I could be. I push twice, I probably am. So hey, here's my 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 spare on my shields the first round i didn't have to bother pushing i survived a little better and i you know didn't take strength body hits or anything like that all right you've sold me on the warhound i'm i'm okay with it on that um let's do oath banner let's do oath banner all right this is so oath banner is a um any titan can be upgraded with the oath banner for five points Friendly Night Banners within six inches of a Titan with an Oath Banner can reroll command checks to see if they become shaken. <sighs> shaken Banners auto- are super annoying. They are bad. Uh, yeah. Quake automatically shakes, right? You don't test. I think Quake just automatically shakes. Yes. Concussive. Okay. Concu- yes. Yeah, con- yeah, it's the concussive the, rule the concussive that does. Yeah. Shake, yeah, yeah. Um. Eh? It's, it's to me again. It's it, don't don't do that thing it, on every single one of these. Where well, if you have the points, take it. Make some make no, some strong decisions. Like, I hate to don't do waffle. that, but it's like again. No, be, let's be say you're wearing. Okay, no so here's the deal. If you Same have breakfast. a titan that often runs up the field with the knights, it's Dominant. not the worst thing because the uh, you know that random hit with that blast that scatters onto the knights takes out one knight and you fail the test. Shit. I wish I spent five points on this upgrade. Um, it's useless if you don't run knights. Obviously, I'm trying to figure out what the hell the man is called. Give me a second. The do- um, there's the Dominus and there's the Jack. It's Dominus. What's the one where the baby knights jump? And in there's also the Infernus. That's the Dominus. Yeah, that's what's good. Dominus would work well with this. This is great for Dominus. Yeah, yeah. I can see this really well with Dominus because the knights take the shots for you. You don't want them to get shaken because then that sucks. So, yeah, they take the plasma. Let's say they take the plasma, blast it. One knight dies. You roll that really bad shaken result. Reroll it for free. Well, not free. It's five points, but reroll it. Um, if yeah. you have a knight banner, it's worth taking some one or two titans just yeah. for that little bit of babysitting. I, I can count several times when I think about it where my knights are lined up for a charge someone first fires kills one and then they get shaken and that takes their order off and now they're no longer charging i've had it happen several times so absolutely to me this actually is a very good upgrade if you're taking knights with with a purpose i actually i like it and it's cheap which is nice it's nice and cheap you could actually put this on a few of them to help make sure that you have that field coverage that you want. I finally like one of these. Nice. We're ready for the traders? Yep. So that's all the universal. And now we'll go on to what you can take if you're taking a trader version 
of one of these legios keep in mind that no matter what book you're taking your your titans from you can call them traitor or loyalist it really that part doesn't matter but if you're running a legio that you're calling a traitor you get access to this and steve will tell us about this uh this first one here i'm tempted to say we should skip the first two because the first two specifically are upgrades that that deal with corrupted titans uh, okay in one way or another so and, skip them but the rest anyone could use yes i think we should skip them well the second one technically is not for corrupted titans but i think we should skip it come back and circle back actually okay. i wouldn't skip it and let me explain why like our open thought here i wouldn't skip the first one because legio furion has the same trait and i can explain to you why it's really powerful okay why don't you do I, it I, then on awakened on the first one actually because I, I just read it and I'm yeah, like, no, true, I'm yeah. but no one knows what that table is until we talk about it. No, no, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll men, I'll, I can mention it, but I also want to point out why it's important. You know what I mean? Um, oh, wait, I just skipped the page. Jesus Christ. Um, so the first uh, trader-specific war gear is singular purpose. Um, so any corrupted Titan can be upgraded with singular purpose for 15 points. At the start of the battle, the Titan with this upgrade can choose a single result from the awakened entity table. Until the end of the battle, whenever the Titan is required to roll on the Awakened Entity table, it applies the chosen result instead. So, before we look at the Awakened Entity table, this reminds me a lot like the Furion. So, to go back, the Furion, um, one of the traits we have is that when we roll on the Awakened Machine Spirit table, we get to choose what we want. This is a little bit more oppressive. This, you choose one thing on the um, the the awakened entity table uh and if you have to roll on the awakened entity table then that's what you can choose to take so it's you don't get to choose anything you get you have to choose one thing and that's what you get for the rest of the game if you want to so it's a little less um there's a word i'm looking for and it's driving me up the wall that i can't think of it right now flexible yeah, it's a little Malleable. less flexible but it's still more flexible than ro rolling randomly so I'm going to very quickly and briefly go over the Corrupted Titan table. Um, very, very quickly. Uh, the first result is basically it ends your current action and there's no effect, right? The second one is essentially um, you move D3 straight backwards because you're basically afraid. Uh, and then you actually take critical damage to your or D3 strength, eight hits to your legs. Right? If it moved more than its boosted if, if, speaker, Oh, sorry, yeah. If second. you, yeah. Um, which can be a problem. Uh, you've got a, another result, which basically you move the number of inches equal to your base speed characteristics uh, straight forward, and then you um, turn up to 45 degrees to the nearest enemy. This is basically one of the Awakened Machines. For those who know the Awakened Machine Spirit table, that's actually one of the Awakened Machine Spirit ones. Although this one is actually just the... Hold on, give me a second. Equal to its base speed characteristic. So that the one of the Awakened Machine Spirit is a D6, yes, and this D6. one is just your base move. Yeah. So, Th this one's more reliable. Yeah, this one's more reliable. Blood Hungry, this one I love, and we'll talk about it in a second, if I'm not mistaken. It's either Blood Hungry or Destructive. I can't remember which one I like. Oh, no, it's Blood Hungry it's is Blood Close Hungry. Combat, Destructive Issue. Yeah. yeah, so Blood Hungry is essentially you move the number of inches equal to your base speed, um, turn 45, um, and you can make a, a, make a smash attack at D3 plus 1 with a dice value of D3 plus 1, which is, that's really great. Um, destructive, choose one of the weapons at random. If the weapon has been disabled, the weapon is repaired. 
which is great. Otherwise, you attack, you fire at w- uh, will with a ballistic skill or weapon skill of four plus. Um, if there are you no know, units within fire and arc, you choose this as blood hungry and wrathful. You get to choose one of the titan's weapons that has not been disabled and attack with it using the ballistic skill of four plus. So, very that was a very quick, easy what the awakened entity table is. Now, going back to this, the fact that I can now instead of rolling a d6 here. Let's say I'm going to make it a six, right? Which is my favorite one, the wrathful one. I get to choose the weapon. I get to fire the weapon at a four plus, right? Mm. For 15 points, that's really good. That's really good. Because essentially you are now removing the random aspect of the table. Now, here's the question I have, and maybe Dave can help me out here. Okay. It says until the end of the battle, when other Titan is required to roll in the awakening, it applies the chosen roll. To... So yeah. can I roll first, see what the result is, and no. then apply? Okay, that's where you I was. Must take yeah the the chosen thing in every case. Yeah, because when you yeah. would have to roll, apply that chosen result. Got it. Okay, I just wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't I mean... you don't get a choice. Yeah, I but like this. The awakening table's you're playing... harsh. If you, there's several yes, results that you may really, really not want. Some of it's good, but some of you may really not want. So, overall, it's good. And, and when we talk about Crub the Titan, we'll, we'll go into more depth in the table, but it's a good safeguard. It's a good safeguard. It, it helps you in case you take it a Corrupted Titan. Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about the next one, Steve? I know you mentioned something about it. I, I didn't read it yet, but... It's about mutations. Um, so the second one, Immaterial Ward, it basically just says that this Titan counts as a Corrupted Titan for purposes of mutations. It's because some mutations affect all non-Corrupted Titans in a bubble around it. Essentially, this is like a protective field that says, look at me, I'm one of you, I'm just not all nutso and crazy yet. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Like I said, we haven't gone over corrupted, but it, it is my, this also gives a slight protection against psi trait weapons by decreasing the strength by one. Yeah, and that would be the um, absolutely terrifying weapons and magic of the um, warlord sinister. Okay. It's pricey at twenty points, but it very much depends on how your list is built and what your game plan is and what mutations, if any, the rest of your force has. Okay. Alright. Um, I guess I'll take the next one. We'll go through Corrosive Payload. It says, any traitor titan equipped with the weapon with the ordinance or rapid trait can be upgraded with a Corrosive Payload. Its points cost is equal to five times the weapon's die value. So like it says, a, a Warhound's Vulcan Mega Bolter, which is six dice times five, be 30 plus points. So long as it not have already have an upgrade that affects that weapon. So this is one of those cases where if you took a Legio upgrade on the weapon, you can't take this as well. Not that you'd want to for all those points. Um, you also can't pair it with hardened casing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's a once per game. Okay. Once per game, a weapon with this upgrade can fire its quartz of payload. When it does, add one to the armor rolls for the attack. Huh. Uh. So it's nice five, to get to pick when you apply it. Yeah, it's very important, but, yes. But a plus one to the but, rolls. But, but. Let's assume you you don't have 
upgrades for weapons because when we read through the legios some of them do but a lot of them just kind of didn't feel like you'd want to take them so okay this is something you could take we'll rule out the case where you wouldn't take it because you have your own cool one if you got a better one take it of course five times the number so i don't know what's the sweet spot on this like I'm, I'm you're adding the... one to the strength essentially so I'm hovering what, what, strength between eight weapon, like yeah, like the plasma gun, the, the warlord plasma, um, the warlord that plasma. Is neither ordnance nor rapid. Yeah, remember oh, it has to be ordnance and rapid fire. Oh. So it's mega bolters, gatling blasters, and mega bolter arrays. That's ooh. Wait, ordnance and, and rapid. No, or, or, or one or the other. Okay, well, a gatling, the warlord gatling gun is ordnance, I believe. Warlord Gatling gun? Let's take a look. Yes. Yeah. yeah the Gatlings and the bolters. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it becomes now strength eight and strength seven strength seven. Ooh, six shots. Wait, the, the war the warlord the you're talking about for on the carapace or No 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 I'm talking no, about okay. the um arm. No, no, I'm not talking about the 12 shot. No, no, no. I'm about no, to say not, like you're gonna stack a whole lot of paying sixty Okay, the Gatling points Blaster. Okay, thirty points. You now no, make no, no. it strength 30 eight. Points. Make a strength eight. Um, it could be worth it there because strength eight is a nice tipping point. Agreed. But going from strength four to strength five or strength five to strength six generally will not see too much out of it. No, if, if you're not um, if you're not already injured, I don't think that extra bit helps you. Seven to eight does. Yeah, I, I. Again, it's one of those cases where don't, if you build don't for it, waffle. Okay, you got you either gotta like it or you don't. Um I don't like it. Okay. That's like fine. It. I don't like it. I don't think it's part of anyone's plan. Maybe you have a really cool fluff thing going on, but it's it's not nothing special. Yeah. I, I don't love it. Um for it's too expensive at five per dot. Agreed. I think that the seven think to eight like is cool, but result no. of I think it's a result of just the game being built around five point increments that it makes it so unattractive. Yeah, because yeah. if it was like two points, you're like, oh, cool, sure, I'll pay twenty points for this. Yeah, that for like you... the big array, but the thirty points is just a lot. Yeah, or do yeah, you I double agree. the length of this block to explain rather than like if your weapon has one of these words? If your weapon is a Vulcan Mega Bolter, it is this many. If it is a Vulcan Mega Bolter array, it is this many. That's really what you I want. You that, don't want five per. Yes, you want like a set, like really 10 to maybe 15. But... I feel like yeah. one of the Warmaster weapons has ordnance on it. And that could be kind of funny. One of the Warmaster? Let me I take know, a look. I run the Warmaster. Um, I know it has rapid because you can use the Vulcan. Revelator uh, Missile Launcher. It's Missile Launchers does. That's three dice. That's a small amount. Strength nine. The, the Cryus Grav Imploder does. No, don't fucking put this on the goddamn cry. No, stop. So for ten points, stop. You can make it strength thirteen once per game. When you absolutely <laughs> truly need something dead, that's like a devast. That's a, essentially like an automatic devastating hit, assuming you don't roll the one. At like a but minimum. it has ordinance, so you could re-roll it. Yeah. 
So you're probably getting critical. Oh That's God. your like once per. I just I need to make sure I kill your Titan out in one set of swings. So if you, oh, you only have two dice, class, so maybe you need that extra bit. Maybe you need to make sure you get some crits there. <laughs> and you already took Bastion shielding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see what the next one is. Um. Oh wow, this is a long one. Jesus. Uh, focused capacitors. Ooh, okay, this is a long one. Any trader titans equipped with a weapon with the maximal fire trait can be upgraded with the focus capacitor for the cost equal to the to a point cost of ten points plus five times the weapon dice value. So for example, a war, war <laughs> They hate you. So a Chapter Blast would be uh, twenty points. Wait, no it wouldn't. Ten points plus five times the weapon. A plasma blast. Oh, it would be twenty. All right, yeah, because so, it's two shots, not four. That's so right. So stop here for a second. I have I have absolutely heard yeah. from people tell me their favorite part is when Dan has to do the math. Oh fuck everyone who says that. <laughs> I'm the social studies teacher. <laughs> it's that's so no, that's so no little excuse. side note. It's called a being a well-rounded note. individual. What's funny is, like, when I'm grading quizzes, like, I can actually tell you, like, you know, really quickly, if a, if a kid hands in, like, work that's 12 days late, I can automatically tell you that that's going to be a 78, right? I can do that off the top of my head because that's 2.2% off each day. 12 times 2 is 24. 24 minus 100 is 78. I do that really easily. But then, like, I, I think it's, it's – one, it's my dyslexia. It's 100% my dyslexia. Um, I've gotten better with it, obviously, over the years. But I see that, and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, 10 points plus five times. And I'm like, in my head, I'm trying to break it down. I don't know. So there's two reasons for that. One, you the other one, it's not that you're actually consciously doing the calculation of, okay, it was 12 days late, this is this. You've done it so much. You've worked for so long. You just know the numbers. 12 days late is this thing. You're not even having to consciously do the calculation. Also, when it comes to numbers, um, if we want to be technically correct about this, it's not dyslexia; it's dyscalculia, is the name. Oh, no, oh yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's not the numbers that are fucking me up; it's the words. So add the numbers in there. I have to go back and say, wait, why are they putting numbers in here? So your problem is word problems, the yes. bane of uh, of your oh sixth god, graders. Oh my god! So, uh, <laughs> not to go off tangent, when I was a kid. Um, one of my worst fears was word problems. Like absolutely, like I would see like word problems and have like an anxiety break. Because it would take me forever to read the fucking problem, decipher it, and then I'd have to go back, look at the numbers, and what what did the numbers actually mean in the context of the actual paragraph? It was a nightmare. Calc 1, like when I hit college, Calc 1 was fine. Calc 3, fine. Fuck Calc 2 and their word problems. Holy shit, I hated it. I hated it. And I think, no offense to you, Davis, I know you teach this class. Statistics was like another third, one where it was just like... Yeah. I've taught Calc 2 more. I've taught that like 30 times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but the word problems of Calc 2 and like statistics, oh, fucking hated it. Oh, my God. Oh, you my God. I hate engineering classes so much, Dan. Oh, yeah. He would, he would just hate engineering in oh general. Oh, my God. That, that was problems. all just I, words I would, I, and it's like numbers, but not all the numbers are relevant. Mm -hmm. It's bad. I did biotech and molecular genetics. My ass was in a lab. Nothing, nothing to read, nothing. To, well, I guess I had to measure and shit. But like, it was just, it was, yeah. 
anyway, back to this. Oh, obviously you can't um, have upgrade a weapon that has already been upgraded. Mm. All right, that's good. So, so it's got to be a maximal fire weapon. Uh, so really quick before I read the second paragraph, the only maximal fire weapons I think are fucking plasma, right? Uh, it's only one I think of. You, if you keep reading it, I'll look. Question. Is there a stratagem also, that makes yes. a weapon maximal? Yes. But that is an upgrade? So, so you, you wouldn't be able to upgrade? do both because you've already upgraded the weapon. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was... Okay. Good. All right. Moving on. Okay. Because it just says the weapon... Uh, Any time to equip with a weapon with the maximal fire trait. Yeah, uh, well, but the I'll go back line, to that in a second. But when you read the second line, it can't be something that's already been upgraded. So it would have to have it naturally. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so yeah, it's just plasma thing. Anyway, when firing a weapon with this upgrade, the player may choose to use its focused capacitors. If it does so, the maximal fire trait increases the strength of the weapon by three instead of two, so basically you get a plus one. However, for the duration of the attack, the weapon has a long range of dash? Dash. Meaning it could only... Oh, okay. Do you not know what meaning a dash only... is? I, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's called a dash. You, sir, that that's a face. <laughs> I, I, it has a range of nothing, meaning it can only target units within its short range. Or did you think right. that was like a little, like a little, like he's a not approving face, like he's just very, very like. Mm, yeah, I, I don't it. know. That's exactly what I'm assuming. I assumed it was the dash. If you would have assumed it, you would have said it. <laughs> Um, so, essentially, your maximal fire becomes plus three instead of plus two, but you can only shoot in short range. So now, and it's choice, I have to right? figure out You don't out have to f- use this thing? Yeah, you don't have to. You can choose. You have to use it, and so, have it as many times as you want to have it. Okay, so I have to do math, then, which is good. So ten, how, so the Warlord Blast Gun is four shots, right? Yes, so it's so 30, that's point 50, 30 point upgrade. 30 point upgrade. Five times four is 20. Uh, I, I a 30, you the number. Right? I know, and but oh, and the war um, master would be three shots. Is he? Is he three shots? Uh, give me With one the arm his max, his is three shots, so his is twenty five. Okay, points. I like it, and I I know the I know the arm guns and the war master are super long range. Um, I need the war master. Where war master, oh, his like plasma it. guns are sixteen. For short. Look at page one six six. Plasma blast guns. Pla- the the plasma arms. Oh, there are sixteen. Yeah, the pl- the plasma structure short range is sixteen. Okay. Um, which is respectable. Yeah, it's yeah. better than the sun, like sun fury. So you're looking at what 20, 25, 30 points. Um, on, and you can you can choose to use it. I like it. I I I would actually take this. I didn't even realize this existed. I would take this. Um, I play my Furians very close to the cuff. I know that's not the English phrase. I, I know it's not. I, I wish I knew what the... Very close to the neck? Close to the beard? What the hell is the English phrase? Vest? American. Is it close to the... What? No, it isn't. Okay. Well, so are you trying to say because you play them as a up-close-and-personal army? Yeah. Like, okay, you can yeah. say up-close-and-personal. The phrase you're looking for is close to the vest, but that means hidden information. Oh, close to the cuff or close to the vest would mean more of like hidden information. Fucking mali mama coño. I'm gonna hate English. Um, okay, so yeah, it's I, I yeah I play my Titans very bruiser, very brawler style. I'm almost always in short range anyway with my shit. 
Um, usually by turn two, funny enough. Um, I would take it. I'm again, I'm usually 20, 25 points. In fact, you know what? I, I'm so Dave's gonna be shocked here. I would rather take this than the targeting aspects on my warlords. Actually, yes, I'm let surprised. me explain why. Do it, let me explain why. At least I'm one of my warlords. One of my warlords I usually run is my long range support. I give him a volcano, quake, and missiles. He sticks, he stays in the back corner. And he spends the entire game shooting at million million inches, ignoring at a minus one. His job is to literally strip shields and and do massive damage before the brawler titan comes in. That's how I run him. But the brawl, but the hunting aspects has a minimum of twelve, right? Exactly. So I, that's why I keep it on the back titan. I ah, never liked running the hunt. What I'm saying is, I, I never. Yeah, exactly. I also ran the hunting aspects on the bruiser titan. But it kind of sucked because the moment he got within 12 inches, which he would almost always get, it I, I don't ignore one of the minus ones, right? It kind of sucks a little bit. Um, you pay 20 points for a useless uh, item. So that being said, I can see me dropping that 20 points, freeing up 5 points, 10 points somewhere with a different weapon swap and taking this on the plasma. You know what I mean? Because that extra plus one helps. That extra plus one helps. Strength yeah. 13 is, is a nice number. Ooh. Oh, so you're talking oh, sorry, about that, putting that, on your Warmaster. No, yeah, Warmaster is what I meant. But also, putting on the Warlord, it would become strength, um, uh, what, 8, the 9, Warlord 10, 11. Make it It'll 11. become strength 11. The Warmaster yeah, would make I, it strength 14, yeah. 14, yes. So either or, I could see me putting this on either or, but especially my Warlord becoming strength 11, that's a nice little, that's a nice number. 11 is, yeah. I can get, unless I roll the one, I guarantee I'm getting something through. Yeah. I, I, got, I got something. Um, and very likely on an 11 with, you know, depending on the spot you hit, of course, very quickly, I can almost guarantee a devastating set of that direct. Because on a lot of these Titans, yeah. I'm like in that range right there immediately. I this is one I like. I do like this. I don't. Think that's I why really I said I need to explain. I know but... Steve was like, Steve was like, wait a minute, what? I had to explain the full thought because targeting aspects on a back support warlord, excellent choice. And maybe on like a longer range mid support warlord with laser blasters and like. Not really, because nothing. I can't think of any arm weapons. The volcano cannon, and the quake cannon, are the only long range weapons, right? Because all the other arm weapons on a warlord are twenty four and smaller, right? The Volkite. Volkite has. Six. Oh shit, Volkite! I forgot. <laughs> no one has Volk. Let me see. Let me turn the page. What the hell is the Volkite? The Volkite is gorgeous. It's not in this book. It's not in the book. Of course, it came not out the afterwards. Uh, what's the uh, what's the range? You know, is it thirty? Uh, no idea. I've never seen it's the sixty. Things. It's six. Okay, it's, so it's it's, it's not beefy. Wait, is it actually sixty? Are you serious? Oh shit! Why would he lie to you? Okay, so actually, then okay, still doesn't change my point then because then even if I so I didn't even know the Volkite was sixty. So actually, I might even take like a volcano cannon or a quake cannon with like a Volkite instead because now you could target the Volkite. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. Um. But again, that being said, it's still my long range support Titan. He's in the back of the corner or the back of the table blasting away. Um, this is a good replacement for targeting Osmax for my, at least my Legion. I like it. I would take it. I would take it. If you have the free points 
and you have some plasma laying around and you have like 20 to 30 points laying around, I would take it. I see this. Yeah. Of the ones we've went through, this is one absolute, I, I could see people taking. The, this one has a good feel for it. I agree. I completely lied. It's a 24-inch range. Oh, you fucking... <laughs> Here I am making whole battle plans and shit. All right, so okay, yeah, I don't, don't think any Warlord weapon... I literally think no Warlord weapon goes above 24 except for the uh, the two big ones, Volcano and Quake. There's ones that are... Th- right. You're probably long range. They have ones that are on the Warlord. There's 32. On the arms, on the arms. Oh, on arms. the arms? Yeah. Uh, I literally think no, it's... their arms are... 24 60, and 224s and a 72. Yeah, and the 72 and the 60 is the uh, Quake Bellicose Cannon. Bellicose is 60, and the, uh, more Quakes. Yeah, the yeah. So yeah, all their other arm guns are, are 24 and lower. Okay, yeah. Alright. Alright, I like it. Alright, Steve, that gives you Unholy Benedictions. Alright, Unholy Benedictions. Any Titan can take them for 15 points. Once we game a Titan with Zucker, you can re-roll a single dice roll. If more than one dice is rolled, all of them must be re-rolled. Hmm. You place a marker on terminal um, as a reminder of the upgrade. And until you use the re-roll, you subtract one from the result of all command checks it makes. Am I reading that right? I feel like I'm missing something here. Wait a minute. Uh... Okay, so once per game, you get to re-roll a single die roll. And if there's more than one die, you just re-roll them all. But while you haven't used your re-roll yet, you get a minus one to all your command checks. Why the hell okay, does that yeah, have so a you downside? Get one, um, because re-rolls need to have an offsetting factor? For once per game for 15 points, it doesn't? Well, say, you know, you have a roll to make and it has to happen, right? Like, let's say you shoot a weapon that has four, sh- three shots and you need to get at least two of them to hit and they all miss. You get three roll, all three misses. True. I, I, I... Or like, whatever it is, like, that's, that's, that's incredible value. I, I, I'm not saying it's not strong i think it is very strong and i think there's there's also cases where it's not quite as useful because you absolutely have a case where i need two hits i roll three dice i got one hit and two misses i have to re-roll everything i it could not happen again it's possible but i don't i still don't think it needs a downside because it's only once per game you only ever get one shot at doing this thing i don't they're kind of forcing your hand Hmm? it is re-roll all dice Yes. So, <sighs> to me, that's why it doesn't need a downside. Give me a downside if I get to choose. Okay, now I'll let you have a downside, but I have to reroll everything, so I want to use it on a, a like a roll I need, but like a roll. I honestly, I want to save it for a roll I need because if I kind of got an okay roll, if I reroll it all, I might actually get worse. And I'm taking a minus one to my command checks until then. If it's on your warlord or your princeps, maybe it's not as big. But if it's on like anything smaller, now you're starting to... Assuming you don't have any special uh, command uh, abilities through your legion or anything like that. Now you're getting to better and better fail range. I, I do not like for that downside. I, I think unless you really want to use this like turn one... 
Even then, no, I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, considering that Dan can then stack three chances to re well, three re roll for a Titan with his um, Furians. One for not moving turn one, one for not shooting turn one. Those are single dice, correct? Yes. Then have two single dice rolls and then an entire dice pool roll. Oh my god. There has to be some sort of downside to it. Yeah, but that, that's that's one lead you. Well, the downside is like... I don't do anything turn one. The downside is I turn I literally do nothing turn one. I lose yeah. a turn. But to me, that's one Legio. Okay, right, one, one Legio can capitalize on it. You don't penalize everyone else. Does it? I don't know this because it comes up so rarely. There's so little rerolls in this game. Can you reroll a reroll in this game? No, you cannot. It, okay. It, I, you, I assumed it was somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't 100 percent on that, so I just wanted to be sure. I remember reading that. That's I think the very beginning. I'm sure it is. I just I I didn't get a chance to flip through the book to check it for sure. Oh, good, good, good. No, I don't like it. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I like, like it. this a lot. I like that there's a downside to it because you you know it's an unholy benediction. There's like a, there's that aura of dread, not knowing what's going to happen. But they, okay, so the idea of it is that instead of focusing on the battle, the crew of the Titans all praying for the dark gods to intercede on their behalf, essentially. And that's why there's the penalty to the command checks, from a lore perspective. Oh no, yeah, I, I think I think it's very fitting in terms of the lore, and I understand why they put the minus. But we're also doing a game, and we're also attaching points to it. If you want to put the minuses, I don't know. I think you're you're giving me two costs essentially, and you're wanting to force my hand more of when I want to use it, because if this is on a Titan where maybe I want to be taking orders, now it's a lot more iffy. So, I don't know. It, it's not bad. But if I was looking I like at things, I would spend my 50 points otherwise. Ways. Hmm? Because if you didn't have the minus one, I would make this way more points. But once per game. I don't know. Once per game on a Titan that you have, you get to reroll one set of dice. And remember, you reroll it all. So, you're not using on anything with big pools. Your big dice pools, you don't want to do it because there's a very... It's likely you don't get any better. I see this probably where you're using this is on, you know, a, a two or three shot connected weapon or, or melee weapon, whichever one it may be, and you rolled like a one or and a something save, else. Or you totally flub. Or what, I'm sorry? Or a save roll, you completely flub. True. I mean, yeah, there's always that case, but... So they're using it because, oh, that, that that roll, you know, they hit me with something, I lost all my shields. Okay, I guess those roll again because there's no downside to that. Yeah, but I think that would be worth the 15 points that once per. I think, I don't know. I think it's it feels a little, potentially a little too much, but if you're not worried about command checks, then it's probably fine as well. I don't know. It's okay, but... Dave, you have the last one. I do. So this is Marks of Conquest. Any Traitor Titan can be upgraded with Marks of Conquest for 10 points. Any visible enemy Titan within 10 inches of a Titan with this upgrade subtracts one from the results of the command checks it makes. Okay, I'm going to say something, but I'll wait for you guys to say it that way. Because right, so, there, is, there is cheese here. What, what I will say, because someone, um, I forget the exact name, it was on uh, one, uh, a comment or two 
Ooh, I think it was actually on a Facebook post. Uh, no, sorry, um, a Reddit post uh, that we did. I don't think it was on the YouTube. It might have been. And people were saying that, you know, because we're, I feel collectively we're reasonably on the harder side on terms of command checks and or, or orders, and therefore you have to do command checks to do orders and things like that, where maybe some other people are a lot more upside or friendly towards those. Um, if this is good, if you know the area you play in, if command checks are a really big thing. And but you do have to get within ten. So if command checks are a really big thing, and you run brawler style titans, yeah, you can take it for ten points, and you're you're probably you're not going to feel bad, especially if it's you know your brawler versus theirs, and it's who can get off that charge order. Or maybe they want to get off a first fire order before you run in, so you're not going to feel bad for taking it. But there's a there's a decent chance it might not do anything for you. What is what is your spicy take here? So I there this was many months ago, um, and the battle report I saw was in 1750, and I think mm-hmm. he fit. I want to say it was five Reavers. It was a full maniple. Okay. I forgot what the Reaver maniple was. I think it's the... Uh... It's not Venator. What the hell is the Reaver maniple called? Corsair? Uh, Corsair is... a ma- Yeah, that's the one that goes up to five Reavers. Corsair. Yeah. So we had yep. five Reavers. Uh, they were all armed with... Literally, I think, the same weapon. It was like a warp missile, melta, and then a fist or a chainsword, right? Or sometimes they were armed with double melee. And he spent the 50 points, giving them all a minus one. Uh, and he also took warp jump as well. And essentially the idea of the army was to bum rush forward as quickly as possible, get in the lines of the opponent. And when you put that minus five, because it doesn't, it, I, I, the way I read it and the way I guess he read it was it stacks, right? Hmm. Right, any, it, it does stack, right? Any visible Unless enemy time within ten of a titan. No, I would not say it stacks. So yeah, any any enemy visible titan within ten of a titan with this up, upgrade subtracts one. So if, if you have five titans with this upgrade, to me, I would say it does not stack. No, I don't think. So it if stacks. I said, you know, um, Dan, you're in the grocery store, right? If you are within twenty feet of an apple jump right are you going to jump once per apple or are you going to jump because there's because there is at least one apple within 20 feet hmm. it would well, say for each it would say each. Was stacking. if it would yeah if it's stacked they would say each oh then never mind let, let, let's, Spicy let's take denied let, well let, 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 let's remember who who made this rule book and that's gw in general in GW games, the same rule does not stack. It will tell you if the rule stacks. I think just by their own precedent they've set, it wouldn't stack. And there's nothing in the general rules in this game that tell me the same ability stacks multiple times of the same exact name. They also okay. don't say Never each. Yeah. If, now, if that was true, oh yeah, we're going to party. Like, absolutely, because that would just be funny. I'm going to put you on, like, minus fives, and you're just not getting your commands. Like, don't even bother. But no, unfortunately, no. I would say absolutely it does not stack. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You could probably stack it with other abilities to like a minus two, minus three. Yeah. Some of the um like the stuff has to be out there. Well, we we read some of them. There we're were ones where they put else. out uh a minus one aura or a princeps trait that gives a minus one. We absolutely went through some. We went through way too many people. There was like sixteen of them. I don't recall which one had it, but I know one of them for sure absolutely had that as a thing. Um there was one there was one Legio we did a little more recently that I know had that as a rule that they caused like a minus one to the people around them. Okay. But I don't remember who because there's been so many Legios. Hmm. Um, ah, and we've only made it halfway. Magna has it. Um, subtract one from the results of all command checks made by Titans within eight inches. Um, so okay. if you're within eight with this upgrade, you can get to a minus two. Um, there might be some other ways to do it, but that's at least one Legio that could do it. Okay. It's nice. I like it. With the right thing in mind, I like it. But otherwise, yeah, no. Pick some other stuff. But... Alright. Um, any other thoughts, gentlemen, on these these upgrades here? Honestly, I like them. They're mostly good. Hmm. Um, you need specific... Sometimes you need a specific situation. Um, well, they all need a specific situation, technically, but... Uh, you kind of have to build towards these war gears a little bit. Um, I mean, the, really, the only one we really didn't like was Corrosive Payload, in my opinion. The rest because, of them, because of what you can go like. on to, yeah, I'm not big on it. I'm also not exactly. big on hardened casing. I just think it's. I just think you're going to forget. Well, I was talking about the Titan. Because, well, that's universal. The universal okay. Titan war gear is okay for the trader ones. I agree. Corrosive Payload yeah. and the trader ones, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, that was really it. The rest of them are good. Yeah, they have uses. Again, I'm not big yeah. on unholy benedictions, but I'm not call, I'm not going to call someone an idiot if they take it. I can understand why they like it. I just wouldn't. But like that's fine. But if someone takes person payload. Points, and you have a job now. Wait, hold on. Give me Make one second. Once per game, per... Words. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, <laughs> once per game, a Titan with this upgrade can re-roll a single die roll. If more than one die was rolled, all dice must be re-rolled. Yeah. Uh, okay, give me a second. Use this on a, you could use this on a shooting attack. Yes. So if I activate a Titan yeah. and it does unholy addiction, is one weapon getting all the rerolls, or it, is it it's only like one roll? So it would be one a roll. single God, weapon. Okay, because so it's maybe, a single like, okay. roll may be rerolled. Yeah, yeah. Put it on a Gatling bla- uh, the, the 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 carapace Gatling on a warlord. True. Twelve dice rerolling. Uh, not twelve dice rerolling. Twelve dice, and if you don't like it, reroll everything. That's true. You have you play the game of oh, can I roll better than my last roll? Yeah, but you got. I mean, if you, you really got six listen, hits, it's let's, okay. also useful defensively though. Like it's just it's flexible and oh, very true. You could like if you get hit with a million shots and you have to roll like six or seven I mean, shield things. I feel like you can even re-roll the catastrophic with this. Or re-roll the oh, that's right. You can cheese in and roll the catastrophic. Yeah, okay. It's 15 points. Again, it's one of those, like, you have to build for it. It's a certain situation. It's got its use. Again, Corrosive is the only one I see that, like, is... is eh. yeah, corrosive, corrosive is not good. What we need is, like, a tiny Quake Cannon. Yeah. That, that you could take... Like, if you take this on a Quake, I'd love it. And they'll do it for us tonight. 
Um, as always, I do want to thank anyone and everyone who does listen. If you happen to listen to us on whatever podcatcher you use, you can find us in any of them, or whether or not you are watching this on the YouTube. Um, as always, though, I do want to ask if you do listen to the podcast on a podcatcher, reviews and all really do help us out a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribes, all that kind of stuff really does help us out. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what next week will bring. It starts at least summer for me, so things start easing up. And it, it makes it a little bit easier to put episodes out, although my schedule changes a bit, so that might make it a little bit tougher to be able to record. So we'll see, but um, since they've, uh, we're all so excited about what they're doing for 30K, it might be a little bit more focused on that and talking a little bit more about the things that we've seen. And we'll return at least within another two weeks to talk about more Titanicus stuff. As always, on behalf of everyone here, has some good hobby and some great gaming.